Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Your Light is Fearless. So I am very excited to introduce my special guest who's actually interviewing me for today's show. Um, but before I explain about what how that's going to work, I just want to introduce everyone to Marina Da Silva. And Marina is someone who took the last course that I had, uh, the Akashic Development Circle, on how to read the records for yourself, which was very much a transformational journey that we that I took everybody on. And she's also someone that I have given a couple of Akashic Record readings to, but I want to tell you more about who she is. So Marina is a multi multidisciplinary artist, performer, and educator. She shares her passion for music, drum, and dance, culture, and connection, and health and well-being through her performances and workshops. Since starting her own business, House of Rhythm, in 2020, her work has had a heart-led focus on women's healing and empowerment through her all-women's performance group and women's workshops. So welcome, Marina, to the show. I'm sorry that I am so bad with pronouncing names, but I'm very excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And <clears throat> I knew that when I threw that word multidisciplinary oh in, I knew that that was going to be a bit of an obstacle. So that was fantastic. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Yeah, you know, I mean, I hope throughout the interview here that I can kind of weave in my own questions because I'm super fascinated with the work that you do. But just to kind of explain to everyone, what is the purpose of today's episode? Why are you interviewing me? Um, what I what I'm hoping to gain here is that Marina is going to interview me about how to read the Akashic records and really act as someone who has the genuine questions that I think you all will have that might be around, you know, what is it like to read the records? How does it work? What what it what about you know these insecurities or these obstacles? And I know that you have already been on your own journey learning how to read your own Akashic records through the last course that you took with me. So you're like the perfect person to ask me the questions and, you know, we're just going to have a fun, candid conversation. I don't have anything prepared, but I just love talking about this. And I'm hoping that this episode will really help others, um, understand more about the journey of reading the records and really solidify if this is something that they want to do, if they want to become, you know, an Akashic record reader. So yeah, that's what our, that's what our show will be about today. So you kind of, you're the interviewer and I know you said you had, did you have a radio show? Is that what you told me? I think. Yeah. Other? I had a brief stint as a radio host when I um, was learning how to DJ with a friend um so and but other than that I just love talking like I remember when you put the call out on your Instagram and you were like I'm looking for someone to do this I was like yes I love talking to you Amber I love the Akashic Records and I just love talking so I'm really excited that I get to be here today and just pick your brain about all things Akashic Record reading for others I'm really excited and can I just say the course the last course that I did with you the how to read the Akashic records was so it was like my the highlight of my week while we were in that course in those I think it was about seven weeks or so yeah seven weeks 
seven weeks. It was that absolute highlight of my week. Even even having to wake up at 5 a.m. Australia time here, it was my favorite morning of the week. And it was so much far beyond what I thought it was going to be. And I thought like I wanted to take the opportunity while I'm here on your podcast, which I also love, by the way, it's one of my top three podcasts that I wait for an episode to be released and just listen to it straight away. I wanted, I love it. I do. I really do. (laughs) I wanted to say that like I had been following, I found you on Instagram somehow through Akashic something trail. And then I started listening to your podcast, which already kind of like blew my mind open, but then doing your course was so much like, I didn't even know how to put it into words. It was so much more beyond what I thought it was going to be. And it was so much like, it was so powerful. And you share some fantastic things on your Instagram and your podcast, but the course actually having that time with you where you had prepared this whole incredible like the word curriculum feels too dry for like the interdimensional experience that it was <laughs> okay I just wanted to I say how amazing you. it was oh my no. god I paid you have I like no, I, not at all this is your I, canned people are gonna think I paid you <laughs> <laughs> no I really wanted I needed to say that because yeah anyway that's that <laughs> that is I mean if you you I don't know if I'll be like releasing the footage of this Although I'm, I've been, I just told my wife before this, I have to do a YouTube channel. Um, but I've, I'm just smiling because that can't just hit me in a more heartfelt way. Like I honestly, like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode. I want to cry. Like, it's just, oh. <laughs> um, it, thank you. Thank you so much. I really am receiving that in my heart fully. Um, and I was thinking back to that course, how I had channeled the, the outline of each week. And it was a, it was a, it all came through like in a one channeled session of this is what I'm going to teach as far as like that kind of general topic. And then when it came to each week, I, I would channel the, the full course and the full content. So like, I kind of wondered like, oh man, like, am I prepared enough? And so to hear you say that, it just gives me a lot of validation. And yeah, I guess, you know, um, it, this is exciting. And I'm going to run that course again. I have some new ideas for how it's going to look. I think I'm going to do a little bit of a, a longer, um, program within that course. And I might change the name to like a, your light is fearless Academy. So, um, anyway, stay tuned for that, but thank you again. And I guess, okay. So here you are in your journey. You already have learned a lot about the Akashic records, how to read for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, how, well, I know you're supposed to ask me the questions, but I also want the listeners to, to know, like, how was that journey for you to tap into your own records? Um, it was really amazing. And for context, I had my first like psychic reading in 2019, which was like four years ago. And that's what got me on this path of being absolutely fascinated with like readings and this whole world. And then it can't have been more than a year or so, like a year or two ago, I started learning, I just first learned about what the Akashic Records even were. Mm -hmm. And so when I went into your course, I didn't have, I had done like a psychic development course over the lockdowns for like six weeks, but 
I didn't have that much experience at all in reading um, and any of that. And for me personally, I feel like the Akashic Records were like this secret key to unlock this whole other, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if it's for everyone or if I just had a certain like, you know, nice little connection with it, but it felt like this, you know, like the prayer and then opening the records and then being in the records. It felt like this incredible space where this kind of connection just opened up like in a much more clearer and bigger way. Um, so would you say like the connection to your intuition, your psychic senses, your connection with your soul? Like, because the thing is, is it does open you up to so many different things. What do you think it opened up for you? Well, the first thing that I, the first thing that I noticed was that when I first started playing around with opening the records before I even did your course, I would go in and I would ask a question. And I remember telling you this in the course and being like, is this okay? Like, is this right? I would ask a question and the answer would come immediately, like as if there was someone right in front of me and they like couldn't wait to tell me the answer. Like it would just come immediately. And that was when I was playing around with kind of like smaller, like, you know, not really deep questions, but that had never happened before. And I was shocked like that, just that alone was amazing. And then obviously through your, your course, we learned how to kind of have a deeper journey with our questions and um, with that whole conversation and, and journey and everything. But that was something that just shocked me so much that I remember I asked you in your course, I was like, is this like, is this okay? Is this normal? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I know that the records um, can feel so far away, like such a mystical um, place or modality and realm that, you know, we do tend to project maybe these like belief systems that it's, I, I don't know, like just, it could be that it's not possible for us or that it has to look a certain way or like, you know, just a lot of rules on it. But the thing is, I love that because I think that when you do start to develop a relationship with your own records and just with reading the Akashic records, it it does become like more normalized where you realize that it has been put on a pedestal. It has been, you know, kind of, we've been told like, you know, only a few people can be psychic mediums or, or Akashic record readers. And like, I, I was just um, posting this on my story because it came to me like, for so long, we've been told like, there's only a few mystics, right? Like a mystic is someone who can connect to this higher knowledge and to the divine realm. But it's like, we are the mystic. And part of this time now on our earth is us to take our power back and to say like, we get to open our records. And I think what you experienced is just a lot of what people experience where it's like, we were like shocked, like, oh my God, we could do this. Like I could just ask questions and get answers. And like, it's literally the difference between saying, yeah, I can do this and I'm going to do it. And this is the system. I have a prayer and I'm going to ask questions and then to receive your own guidance from your higher self and from your own guides is so empowering. And I think that's why sometimes I just want to scream from the mountaintops. Like, why isn't everyone doing this? Like, you know, 
you, this is a, a, a tool that you can use for your whole life to guide you. This is you, whether you read the records for someone else or not, you know, they are there ready and waiting. Now, sometimes the information can come slower, but it is very much like that where they are excited. In fact, they will say language to me, like we're very happy, you know, you're here. We're very excited to tell you this. And sometimes they, they use more antiquated language, like dear child, you know, the time is now for us to tell you, you know, sometimes they do talk like that, but um, more often than not, it's just the fact that we have decided we're opening our records and we open our records. That is the difference between just getting guidance and not. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, so I do have some questions that I would love to ask you while I've got this amazing opportunity. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm excited. I'm, I hope I answer them. And, and it's definitely very relevant for me because, um, you know, my work is more in music and dance and I do have this beautiful opportunity and focus now to be working with women's group, which I love because, you know, automatically when you have women in a space, there's this magical intuitive energy that already is working there. But so only a few of my kind of close friends know how into all of this I am like that I've been learning about the Akashic records and like I'm not really you know doing it that publicly but the friends that do know about it mm -hmm. they've already started asking like oh can you do a reading for me or like can you da -da 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 -da. and so it's very relevant that I'm here now asking you these questions because I do have questions and I guess I think this is a very relevant question for a lot of people who would be going on this journey. And I guess it's even relevant, you know, reflecting back on your experience with your first course, where I remember you were saying that you were nervous because it was the first time that you were doing something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and the question is just like, I haven't accepted any of my friends' requests to do a reading for them because I feel nervous. And I feel like even though, you know, I told them, yeah, we can do it, but as a practice session, like I'm still learning, you know, like just as a practice and I'm not going to have a teacher there to check if I'm doing, you know, to kind of guide me. But I guess my question is how, like, do you have any tips on how to work with like nervousness or fear or even, and this was a separate question that I have, but like, what if you freeze or block or like, what if you're in a reading and you're like, ah, I'm not getting anything. And it doesn't really matter if you're doing it for yourself. You're like, oh, well, you know, I'll wrap it up and have a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's for a friend, like what happens in, or a client, what happens if you freeze or block or yeah, those are my big questions. Okay. No, this is great. I mean, okay. First of all, uh, I'll get to the se the second part of the question second. So sure. to to like really talk about the nerves. The thing is is that the nerves is is part of the journey of becoming a reader for someone else. Um, we just can't get away from it. Um, there's so many things to say. One thing is that nerves. I, I think I got this from my mentor Danielle Serink. She had talked to me a lot about this. That nerves, like nervousness, nerves mean that you care. 
right? So they're not a bad thing, right? So first of all, we have to understand that everybody is nervous. The best mediums, the best Akashic record readers, you know, they get nervous before a reading. So just even to understand that can help calm your nerves because you have to understand that um, it's part of the human experience. But there is a way to deal with the nerves and there is a way to not have them override your whole experience and stop you from even just practicing with reading for others and, and really stepping out and being, you know, a reader professionally. So the first step after understanding that everybody is nervous is to accept the, the nerves that you have, to radically accept them. Um, what I always say is that we are capable of having more than one experience, even even moment to moment, one minute or second from the next. But when we resist an experience such as nerves, it's really hard to even experience something else because the energy of resistance actually traps that emotion in our body because we are trying to push it away and we're judging it and it it creates a stagnation of energy. So ener so this nervous feeling is just energy in motion, right? And so if you allow yourself to feel it and accept it, it can move through your body, right? So it's an energy in motion and you just like it's how you look at it that that creates your experience of it. So are you shaming yourself for it? Are you judging yourself? Are you resisting it? That's going to make it worse. It's going to make it bigger. So when you accept it, you're you're shining love on it and you're telling your your body that you're safe. You're you're saying to your mind, you know, this is not um th- this is not an unsafe experience. I'm creating safety. So we we learn to deal with um, fear because it's also a fear, right? Response and, and nervousness, um, self-doubt, all those things. It's all kind of like the same experience, I would say. Um, we learn how to, um, to deal with it by looking at it in a different way. So when you accept it, you also then allow yourself to go into a more calm, cohesive state so that you can start to allow yourself to have other experiences. So I will, um, okay, so a little bit further, I want to explain a little bit more about that part of it. Um, when you, when you can accept it, you can also then say, I do allow myself to have another experience. And by choosing to allow another experience, you can make a choice with intention to focus on an experience that can be free, more free, so that you can say, I feel nervous and I feel nervous, but I choose to. I feel nervous, but I have an intention to facilitate healing and growth. So that you're opening up this little window of possibility within yourself to experience something more. And you only need just one part of you that can decide for that moment to choose another experience and to focus on the intention of how you want to serve in that reading that will move your energy into a place that will just be able to help yourself walk you through 
doing the reading. Okay. So when I go into readings, I still get nervous. When I led that class, I still got nervous because it was something new. And I told everybody that. So I think that um, what I just spoke of actually was how I walked myself through doing the things that I'm scared of, like in my business. And it's also how I support myself in showing up on a daily basis, giving readings. Um, When we focus on, again, the intention and the purpose of what we're doing, it allows ourselves to just do just that. Like you're focusing on what is the outcome that this reading has. And the more you do that, the more you can like let go, like to kind of let go of the nerves, but you don't let go of the nerves by saying, I'm never going to experience them again. And I'm going to overcome them. I'm more about teaching people how to just like work with them. Like you're going to have it and you're also going to have create within you um, strength. You're going to become the master of your mind. And when you become a reader, you're going to have to, it's that parallel journey of like self-mastery because it, it does force you to drop into the heart. It forces you to get into a place of non-judgment because that's the energy of reading the records. You're in the energy of unity consciousness, and it forces you to step into your power and purpose to serve a higher purpose. So it's more about like, okay, I'm going to work with my nerves, but I'm going to awaken a part of myself that has the power to choose a greater sense of purpose. And to answer the second part of the question, um, there's practical techniques to that I could speak about, about if you just don't get anything in the records, there's many different things you can do. So mm. I can touch on that. But if it's a case of before you go into a reading and you're already projecting worst case scenario, so you haven't even given yourself a chance, right, mm-hmm. to even know if that's true. First, yeah, I mean, that's never happened, but I guess it's that fear that, oh, is that going to happen? But to be honest, it's never happened to me in, in my own experiences, you know, with myself or even doing little oracle oracle card readings for friends. It's never actually happened. But, but it's, it's really important that you you say to yourself, like, what is, I'm creating a projection and a story based on fear, first of all, just to have that awareness. And then what I do is I walk myself through being okay with worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a little bit of like a mind game where I'm like, okay, so, you know, if that happened, worst case scenario, would I be okay? And sometimes I just need to go to the worst case scenario to say, you know what, I would still be okay. Like in the absolute worst case scenario, can you have grace for yourself and accept your, you know, you could say it's an imperfection, but to me, it's just more of the humanness of, you know, yes, sometimes, you know, you're going to have better readings than other readings. Sometimes it's going to be harder. It's true. Sometimes the readings are like, easy and seamless. And sometimes they're not, but it is a commitment that you're making. And as long as the intention is sound, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of if that happens. So like in a reading, if, if that, if the information is very not, if I'm not getting much, I will say, you know, I'm not getting that much right now. I, I think that I need to ask the question in a different way. Or I will, I will ask the question out loud or to myself to build the energy of like presenting that question to the guides, you know, 
the guides, and there's two things that can be happening there. The guides are governing the Akashic records. So they're not going to just tell you exactly what you want to hear. And every they're not going to answer every question if it's maybe not in your client's highest good to have that question answered. So mm-hmm. sometimes the the silence is is big information. It might be, you know, you're not meant to hear that right now. And so you could say, oh, you know, is this something that my client, it wouldn't be in my client's highest good to hear? And the guides might say, you know, yes. And if it's still silent, then again, the techniques are to ask the question over and over and over again to kind of see if you could start to connect to the energy of information coming through, or you just need to ask the question in a different way, or you need to, um, you need to pivot in a whole different direction and another question. Mm -hmm. So there's like a lot of different things that can come up and that's why, you know, knowledge is power. So when you have the tools, you do build confidence as a reader because you're like, oh, okay, I could do this. I could do that. I could do that. And you know what? Worst case scenario, you can say, I'm not getting anything. Let's go on to the next question. Will that person, you know, like shame us and be so upset? Like most likely not. I think, you know, authenticity and, and like honesty is the most important because I will never say what I'm not getting. I will just, you know, you're not going to say what you're not getting. You're channeling the information. So, um, yeah, that's also probably just accepting the worst case scenario and, um, and going to the worst case scenario and just saying, can't, would I be okay? And then you're like, yes, I would be, I'm not going to die from this. Yeah. 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 And that tip, I, I couldn't remember who it was that gave that tip of holding space for nervousness or anxiety or fear and something else. Oh yeah. We had, we talked about that. It was fear week. Yeah. 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 I couldn't, I didn't, I passed that on when I was teaching a workshop to like one of my women's drumming workshops. There are a lot of women that come and they're new. And obviously when we do new things, we naturally get our bodies just like, ah, what are we doing? Yeah. And I remember one week I just like remembered that and I passed that on because it's been helping me so much, but I couldn't like I didn't actively recall that it was in that class and it was from you, but that was just life-changing that tip because it gets you out of resisting or blocking or like shaming the fear. You know, you know what it does. And you can it, actually embrace it and make space for another experience. It's amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, you know what it does is it allows you to not define yourself based on your thoughts and feelings and like one experience, because like that was really part of my biggest journey after my near-death experience, Archangel Michael told me, you know, you're not defined by your thoughts and feelings. And I thought I had thought for so long, I could only be what I thought I could only be what I felt. And it's actually not true. And so, you know, we are multidimensional women, people, we are multidimensional and you know, the truth is too, that insecurities is just the extreme opposite of confidence. And so you're experiencing different facets of one thing. And so, and we are meant to experience it all here. So it's not bad. And just as you can experience insecurities, you can experience confidence. So it, it's, you know, it's learning on how to look at things. The perspective is going to be um, what will support you as a reader. And then building that perspective 
building the mindset is also going to carry you through your life as a whole, because you're going to start to apply these principles to your life and you're going to show up in your life in other ways, probably, you know, walking through fear in a bigger way. Mm, Absolutely. I have another question that's around that, but I wanted to like do a bit of a pivot and ask just in case we get carried away, because I really wanted to ask this question about your experience learning how to read the records, because I don't know that much about it, but I know that um, I think it was after your near-death experience. From what I've learned from your podcasts and your courses, I know that you had a really um, like strong experience of the records kind of coming to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you have like teachers that also guided you along the way, or like how? What was your journey like getting to this point of reading, reading for others? teaching amazingly. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Okay. Well, it's a different, it's a very, it's different, but we all have a different journey. And to be honest, I, I have learned everything straight from the Akashic records and from the guides and the records. So what happened was after my near-death experience, um, I had a complete divine presence activation because when I completely left my body, Um, Archangel Michael, who was one of the guides for me, he said at one point when I was traveling in the tunnel, he said, and now you're going to become one with source. And when I had that experience, I became one with source and I became, I was, I aligned into a state of bliss and oneness. And from that place, I believe that that experience um cleansed I, I don't know if I can say cleansed me or or just it was a divine presence activation it 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 realigned me back into my true essence and when I went back into my body he dropped my I say he but I don't know how to say this I my consciousness was dropped back into my chakra system one by one from the top of my head down And I do believe it could have even been like a Kundalini awakening where it was like a reverse Kundalini awakening, where it was like, when I came back into my body, it was like my psychic senses were open. And so for months and weeks and days and over a year, I had this direct access to my higher self. And I started to get these messages and I would say, who am I hearing this from? And it would be like, we are, I am Anja. I am your, I am your uh, Arcturus self. I was told I'm Arcturian from the planet Arcturus. And then sometimes I would be told this information is coming from the council of 12. So I started to have this direct channeling experience and I started to get the Akashic records, just the word it like would come in my mind, like a presence. And it would just like, drop in my mind. And I was like, okay, you know, and it just, after a while, I'm like, okay, I somehow I knew I need to open the Akashic records. And so I like Googled, like, how do you open the Akashic records? And the Linda Howe prayer came up and I, I read this prayer one night. And when I opened my mouth, as I started to speak, a voice spoke through me, a presence came into my body and I started a spontaneous channel and I sounded like a man. I was an Indian man. And 
my whole jaw would change and it was a spontaneous channeling experience. And they said, we are a group of ascended masters. We are the Kabbalah. We are the tree of life. We are the book of life. We are going to channel to you the laws of the universe, the book of life. They said, get 12 notebooks and we're going to channel to you. So I did, I, I ordered on Amazon, these 12 notebooks. I still have them. This is the book I haven't put out. I walked around that night after that experience, white as a ghost, walking around my house saying my whole life has changed. I don't know what's happening. I couldn't believe it. I was in a state of electric excitement and panic. I started to tell my wife what was happening. I would open the records and I would allow the voice to come through and every, and even my kids would see me and they'd be like, Oh my God, mom, like what is happening? And so I just was like writing this book and it just was like, they just came. Wow. Or back up months before that, I had a experience on the astral level, the astral realm, I should say, where I woke up in a dream state. So I woke up looking down at my body and I saw three monks surrounded by my bed. And this was as real as real. Okay. They were wearing orange cloaks. They were at the foot of my bed and they were talking amongst themselves and they were inspecting my body and they were looking at me and they were like looking at my wrist and like, oh, she's going to have arthritis when she's older. It was so weird. And then they all of a sudden went up to my head and they said, pour oil over your forehead in the morning. This is an initiation. Okay. So I should have said that before. So I believe that these were part of these, these beings, they they called themselves, um, like these ascended masters, you know, they were like the Kabbalah, which I know the Kabbalah is like a religion, but this is what they said to me. I believe that they had come to me to work with me. And then they, they were trying to get my attention to open the records. And then I opened the records and then I started to channel what they wanted to come through. So when I had that experience, I would, I told my, just, just my parents. And then my parents would ask me for a reading. And then I had a life-changing reading for my dad. I had no practice, nothing. I have to interview my dad for the podcast I'm going to. It was like literally astounding. They were telling me like the names of doctors he needed to see. So don't, I'm sorry, but don't get your hopes up because I don't know if I can always do this, but it was like, this was like (laughs) unbelievable. And um, then from there, it was like, oh, my friend wants to get a reading. And then like I joined an online group and I started to do like practice readings. And the whole time I was doing this, I mean, the training was just me having a connection to the records and asking the guides. So I have, you know, like a hundred notebooks where I would like open the records and then I would like ask them for spiritual philosophy questions like what is the meaning of of multidimensional being what does it mean what is consciousness what are angels what is this what is that and so you know wow. when do I hope to put this in books so i would learn from them and then i would do the readings and i would just allow the information to come through but i would always ask questions after the readings like okay How does, why did this happen? Why didn't this happen? I would self-reflect a lot. So it's been maybe like four or five years now. And it's just naturally, like my journey has naturally gone from like starting to do readings and then starting to teach here and there. And then now where I'm at now, like, okay, now I'm teaching others how to do this. 
Um, so I, I guess my, my teacher is these, is the guides in the Akashic records. That is incredible. And, and obviously a very unique experience. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And I'm like, the thing is, is I almost like don't want someone to be like, oh, well, if I don't have, you know, the monks come to me on the astral level in the middle of the night, then I'm, I'm not going to work in the records. Yeah. But no, no, no not everyone's not going to get them. We're not all going to get the monks for sure. I don't even know if you want the monks, but <laughs> I mean, they're lovely, but these are the beings that I'm channeling, but I'm just, yeah. So we initiate yeah. ourselves into the records, no matter what, like, um, it, it, it is a unique experience, but anybody can read the records, the, the records, we are writing our records every day through the choices that we make, you know, we're, yeah. it's not like, we're not like disconnected from it. It's just a choice that you make. And that just happens to be my, my journey. Yeah. Oh my God. It's an incredible journey. And so I can't wait till the, the, the books are out there. It kind it almost reminded me just then of the story of the guy who wrote Conversations with God, who I don't know if you've heard any anyway, he just started channeling and has these yes. amazing books. Yes. I mean, I think I don't I don't know if is that Neil Donald Walsh or is that yeah, 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 yeah. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I know about I know about him, I think. And I um I have to say the information they give me, I read and I learn all the time. This is not this is not something that I knew. Everything is like, whoa, like I, I, because it's channeled from them. So mm. it's, yeah, I can't, I actually, that's something also that I'm, <laughs> I'm wanting to do is finally just, you know, right now it's all, it's all in written form. I just need to get it into like a book format and just publish it. So mm. that's coming. <laughs> It's an amazing experience. Okay, I have so many questions, so I'm going to keep going. Okay. Um, one of the questions that I wrote down that I wanted to ask you was, how has it been then stepping into the role of a teacher and guiding students? I know that um, one of your students that you mentor, that you've been mentoring closely was in the last course yeah. as well. And I just wanted to ask, like, is there anything that you've noticed, like, or that you wanted to kind of comment on uh, this is a bit of a loose question but in your experience as a teacher guiding students along their own unique and individual paths okay so you know it's funny someone asked me this question in a podcast interview and I haven't had as much self-reflection in stepping into the role as teacher but all I have to say is that a teacher is a student a student is a teacher so I really just look at it as like, I want to share what I know because it has helped me. And every time I, I share and I, I, I receive questions or I receive, you know, feedback, or I'm just even in the energy of sharing, I learn. So it's the, it's, I guess that's what I want to say is it's a natural progression and I don't look at it as like, I am the teacher. I look at it like I am teaching what I know and you are teaching me. Like I am the student too. Cause I learn, I learn what people want to know. I learn how they learn, you know, it's just, I'm on, oh gosh, here we go again. I get this, um, <laughs> when I get, um, when the guides come, <laughs> I, my head spins, you might've remembered in this, in the class. Mm. There's something that happens when I say something that is in alignment with my truth. 
And with my soul's purpose also that I get that head spin, it's like a, yes, you are on track, dear child. Like that's what I'm hearing from my guides. So, okay. I'm glad that they approve of this. So yeah, it's just, it, it, that's one truth about being a teacher is that you're just sharing and that you're learning. So, so the teacher is the student, the student is the teacher. The other truth is that, um, the human part of it is that you can get very caught up in, oh, well, who am I to teach, you know, and do I even know enough? And, um, you know, maybe even like imposter syndrome, but if I ever go into that, like, you know, I guess like negative mindset, I always go back to, um, my soul's purpose and asking myself, is this in alignment with like what I know I'm meant to do? And it is, I always get that like full body. Yes. And then I also, um, think about how, you know what, I I don't have to know everything and I'm not saying I do know everything. So if anybody is like asking themselves, like, could I be a teacher? Could I share what I know? Like the answer is yes. Like everybody has unique knowledge that we all need to know about. And it's not you saying like, you don't have to feel like, you know, everything. It's like, what do you know about that? Can you share it? Like that is valuable enough, you know? Mm, That's really beautiful. I love how you put that reflection of the teacher and the student, because it's true. This, the experience that you're having in both on both sides, like the like the experiences and the lessons are usually valid on both sides of it. Like sometimes there's even that, like, who am I to learn this? You know, like you were saying, and then I remember at the beginning of this journey, like getting drilled that when I did the psychic development, just getting drilled that like, no, everyone is psychic. Everyone can do this. It's just about if you choose to develop it and practice more, or some people also have, you know, a natural tendency to this more than others. Um, Is there anything that you recommend to students in terms of practicing or development or, um, yeah, like, for example, for someone like me who's come out of the How to Read the Records course, going potentially into the um, reading for others, like, are there any recommendations that you have for people that are learning or that are practicing? And I know that's a bit of a loose, open-ended question again. No, I, I think that what, what I cover in the soul portal, which is the next course, um, I'll shamelessly plug that starting June 2nd, um, is what I think that you need to know. So what yeah. you need to know is the mindset to support yourself. So you, you, what I talk about is trust and faith and surrender. Um, how, how that applies to, you know, why that's so important in the mindset that's going to support you being a reader as well as um, the, the notion that might be new for some that we are all divine channels. So I cover like, why are we all divine and why are we all divine channels? Um, So there's a lot of pre-foundational things that help you claim your journey. Um, 
And that is what I just said. And also it is about like the spiritual principles that you can awaken within yourself to support yourself to become the reader, which is really about recognizing um, the oneness that we have within the world. Um, Because for me, oneness is like unity consciousness. And and that is the energy, the doorway into the the records, which is this universal library of, of, you know, divine intelligence. Um, It's this, it's the gateway, the heart, the heart is the portal. And so that is the state of oneness. The state of oneness, which is the heart energy, is all about acceptance of, of you and of everyone. It's about um, forgiveness. It's about um, it's about wholeness. And so it, it really is important to start to learn about that and develop that because when you open the Akashic records, Um, you, you don't, you're not able to align to the vibration and the energy of how the guides speak. And again, the, the frequency of this realm, if you are in like your inner critic, or if you are in a really, you know, shameful place and you're judging yourself. And so it is the foundation to, to go into the heart and to get into a place, at least of neutrality. And so these are like the, this is what we focus on as the foundations before you start reading the records for others. Mm-hmm. So the mindset, the spiritual principles, which there, there is others. I mean, maybe I'm not thinking of everything at the top of my mind and also a new way of viewing yourself as a, a spiritual being in the universe to say, you know what? I am a divine channel. I actually have access to the wisdom, this wisdom. I have direct access to this universal knowledge. The Akashic records is within me and I am writing my records. And so it's a sense of empowerment and maybe a a new way to look at yourself and to say, not only that, but I am a divine being and I have a higher awareness. I have a higher self. I, I am not just the thoughts that I think. I'm not that inner monkey mind. I have so much more to me. So it's like teaching these foundations, it, it does evoke like a, maybe a deeper spiritual awakening within oneself, or just even like a spiritual awakening to start to see who you really are in this world and, and what your true essence is, because, um, that is what you want a reader to be committed to. You want them to access the highest level of the records. Um, when you access the records, it is, a field of consciousness. It is source consciousness. And so there are different layers of consciousness that you can access in the records. And so in order to be able to access like a very expanded level of consciousness in the records, you yourself have to expand your consciousness. So it, I will teach about that, like how to start that journey. It's not going to be like, you have to be fully expanded and enlightened and then read the records. It's just like, okay, this is the journey that you start. And this is, you know, we're all on that journey. We're going to be awakening into these states over and over and over again. Wow. I can't wait to listen back to this podcast and listen to all of this again. Um, wow. Um, a little, a little, another little question that 
popped up that when you were saying that more on the human kind of material physical side yeah um I remember one of the I think it might have been week five or one of the last weeks of the last course I had just come back from a road trip really late I had eaten a crappy pizza along the way so in the morning when we were in class like I was feeling tired my like physically I wasn't I was feeling a bit depleted and yucky Mm -hmm. and I found that I remember having an experience that I was going to ask you about and then I ended up forgetting to ask you at the time but it didn't feel as easeful to mm-hmm. you know be in the records and that and I feel like I've had that experience other times where when I've been physically depleted it hasn't been is that the case like is that yeah. a thing it's just it's not the right time because yeah. you're vibrationally low And what you really need is to support yourself on the human level and to replenish. So to to go into the records and to, you know, access the records from your heart, from a sense of non-judgment, unity consciousness, you know, that neutral place, you know, already is, you know, like um, an ask on a good day. Um, so when you're feeling depleted, I wouldn't say, you know, access the Akashic mm-hmm. records. Um, yeah. and so I think that we always will, will bring a sense of who we are into the records because our energy is, you know, communicating with their energy. So if you're feeling like depleted, it, it's, it's a strenuous dynamic. And so, um, it's not necessarily that they're not ready to meet you. It's just not the right time. Yeah. So would you say it's important to kind of like, it is important to look after yourself and maintain, I mean, that's, you were saying that on a level that's even way beyond anything that that I'm saying it on now. Like, no, there's a lot of like self. It's right. It's not like at a high, it, the physical level is, is very important. And there's, it's where we're all mind, body, and soul. Right. Mm, So, yeah. So it's not that the spiritual level and like kind of the consciousness level is more important. I think that as an Akashic record reader, what you're actually now kind of, if you don't mind me speaking about this, what you're saying is also, um, how do I say this? Like as an Akashic record reader, if you, you know, make this claim, you, if you say like, okay, I'm going to become an Akashic record reader, you do have to take care of yourself. Because you're in order to open this realm, you know, again, you have to come from the heart and you're you're going to have to learn how to get out, out of your own mind. And so it does help you become aware of how you're treating your body because it's all connected, right? Like our body is connected to our mind, is connected to our soul. And so um, like for me, it's like, I have to have space in my day to even just have like a breathing room or to go outside in nature or to go into the sun or just like to drink water, to take care of myself. Um, so that's maybe a good thing because it's like you, your body is the channel. Oh gosh, it keeps happening. My head keeps spinning. Okay. Uh, We are the vehicle. We are the vehicle. So, so maybe this is like the lifestyle of being a divine channel, right? Like you're not going to be the best divine channel when you're um, not treating your body well or your mind. Well, that's why, that's why it's a parallel journey. 
for like, not only your spiritual awakening, but now you're kind of making me realize, yeah, for like how you, um, treat yourself, how your lifestyle is. Mm, yeah. Wow. Um, do we have time for another few little, little mini yes, questions? Yes, we do. Yeah. My son just texted me. He's like, I'm going to the gym. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Great. Wow. That's very synchronistic message. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, so, okay. One of the questions is, and like, I've got no idea if you have an answer to this or, or if, or what you think about this, but for example, coming again from my own personal curiosity, right? So I'm currently working in a field other than the Akashic records or other than kind of the spiritual, like field or you know and and I know that I have a huge curiosity and excitement and love and passion for learning about all this at this moment I know mm -hmm. those both things but I guess there's a curiosity around like what do you think about um you know people learning about how to read the Akashic records or even how to read the Akashic records for others even if it's not relevant to what their work is or um, yeah, relevant to what their work is, or even if they're not necessarily considering uh, doing that, you know, on a full-time basis like you are. And I kind of already have my own like insights now, like even just le like learning, even if I didn't want to, read the Akashic records doing your last course was just like so incredibly valuable on so many other you know mind body soul levels like interdimensionally but but anyway I put yeah well and you. the thing is now you have the tool right you yeah is going to support you in your whole life your whole entire life you have a modality to get direct guidance straight yeah. from your higher self your soul your Akashic guides all that okay now, as far as like your question, there's many, many people that I know, including the one mentor that was in that class, mentee, I should say, that was in that class, Krista, you know, she has this incredible business that's like a food blogger. She's more than that. She has like her own recipe website. I'm sorry, Krista, I'm probably like butchering what you do. It's, it's what I'm saying is she has another business. And I also wouldn't say like, am I just an Akashic record reader? No, I'm an artist. Um, I love interior design. I've done a lot of design work. I I also love to paint. I'm thinking about doing my own painting series. The thing is, is we are never in a box, one thing. No, 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 no. And if you do not have to just be an Akashic record reader to learn how to, you can become, you can learn how to read the records for others because you want to do it for your friends and family. You can maybe learn how to do it because you want to see if you want to do it for others or, you know, there's no rules. There's no rules to that. Um, so I guess, yeah, I would just say many people have many different things that they do. Yeah. Um, you know, like my dad, I taught him how to read the Akashic records and, you know, like, um, I have a lot of clients, um, Emily and her stars, she reads the Akashic records 
with astrology. She's an incredible astrologist, astrologer, I mean, and she, she has like this whole modality where she reads the records with your like astrology report. And then I have, um, another client that I taught how to read the records. And I think she also, you, she does like a package where it's like human design and the records. And so you can also kind of like add it to what you're doing. Um, like with, if you're an energy healer or a psychic medium, and then with you, you know, you're, you're, you dance, right. You drum, you, how would you say you're a perform, you're a performance artist. Is that what you would say? Yeah. Oh my God. I need to work on how I describe what I do. Cause it's so many things. And, but it's, but it's mainly within the roles of performing and teaching. Like I perform and I teach a lot of workshops and I'm developing like online courses as well. And the nature of my work is constantly evolving. Like who, right. yeah. But what I'm saying is like, so how you can apply this modality to your own business is like the sky is the limit. You can open the records maybe while you teach and start to channel maybe you're from like your higher self or higher awareness. You can even, I mean, who knows, maybe one day you'll teach drummers or artists how to open their records to channel, you know, a piece of work through them. Maybe, you know, you, maybe you'll just, you use it for yourself to ask for guidance within your business. So um, it's, it's a modality that you can use in different ways. Some people open their records when they write. And again, it, it's really up to obviously the person to decide, is this something that I really want to do? You have to have a desire, first of all, to want to do it. But I would say, like, okay, here's actually a perfect example. I'm a medium. My whole life spirits have been coming to me. I don't do individual mediumship sessions, but sometimes I do sessions for like certain friends and family members because I am a medium and I can communicate with spirit. But for some reason, I've just chosen to, in my body of work, focus on like Akashic record readings. And I also know that I'm a medium, but I, and so I learn mediumship all the time. Like I take courses, I I find it fascinating. I just love it. And I'm, but I'm not offering it for money. Like I'm not doing readings. Sometimes I do, but so that's like actually a perfect example of, Mm. you know, like how it might work for some people. Yeah. And I love how, yeah, I love how you like explained that we don't have to box us. I think we're so used to boxing ourselves into roles and Mm -hmm. I've had a huge journey of like unboxing myself and just opening myself up to, you know, curiosity and threads of energy and, and it's like kind of this deconditioning of the society kind of thing of like, oh, you're, what are you? You're this, you're this, you're this. Yeah. Like labels. Um, And the more you expand your consciousness, the more you step into yourself as like this multidimensional being, the more you like follow what you're interested in and just have lead a more joyful, like fulfilling life, you know, like I could say there's so many things that I love to do. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And the mystery of following that is so exciting. Like when I got up this morning, I was t- told my boyfriend, I was like, can you imagine that three years ago, I would, you know, I would think that I would be interviewing my Akashic develop, my Akashic records teacher. <laughs> I, was like, I never would have imagined that. I know. I know. Hello. Me too. Like looking back, you know, I'm a different person, like in a lot of ways. 
um, since I know I always say it, but since my NDEs and stepping into all these things, but like, I, I tend to get like really bored when I don't have kind of something I'm developing or expanding in. I love learning. I guess that's why I love teaching. I love learning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. I love learning. And then I end up teaching because I'm like, Somewhat like I want to now. I want to. You're not going to bottle it inside. Like one day you'll be. I mean, even now you could teach. You teach people what you know about the records. Like this is. This is like. This is what the evolution of our connection because we're all one. How could we ever contain our energy and what we know when we're a reflection of everyone and when we are meant to expand in consciousness eternally? So I look at it as like it. It, this is what is like natural to, to give, to receive, to give, to re- receive, to share, to express, to teach, to learn. It, it's like mm. literally the energy of our evolution. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so exciting. It's such a fun, it's such a fun adventure. And I just wanted to go back to something that you were saying before as well. I think what got me fascinated about learning all of this like one consciously because a lot of the fascination and the excitement is just like ee, like I can't even I don't even know why it's just all very exciting but like just to put in words the fact that like when I had my first reading and I was like whoa like you can see what's going on in me and in my life and at the time I was going through a challenging moment and the person was like it's okay like everything's okay and I was like and you can and you're saying that it's okay like that was amazing. And then the further I went along this journey, realizing that I could have access to a channel of like divine information and wisdom and like, you know, consulting these higher beings and finding answers for the questions that I had was on this higher level, like not going and asking you know, a friend or a family member that's got their own biases and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, limitate like very strong limitations, but just that fact that we have this access of this channeled information to ask our questions and get answers is such an incredible thing. It's just absolutely incredible. And then the fact that we can then, the fact that there's people who can you know, provide that for other people before or until those people learn how to do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it just blows. It's just so amazing. It's so cool. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely where we're at now, right? Like I, I feel like this time that we're at in the collective is really awakening our inner, our inner power, our our intuition, our direct line that we have to this wisdom, because we are ascending. And so in order to ascend, like we, this, this is part of it. Like we cannot expand the consciousness of this planet without every single individual recognizing themselves as a divine being and starting to access higher wisdom and then live that higher wisdom. So it's just like, we're exactly on par with how we are ascending. Mm. Um, and 
I think that it's like people who are interested in reading the records and just even reading their own records. Um, we really are helping create the new earth, maybe even saving this planet. Because if we do not start to get into the heart and like get out of judgment, um, it's just, you know, it's, I don't, I, I think that's why more and more people are wanting to learn about these things. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like even just in the circles that I run in, which are more artistic, creative circles I can see and working with women recently as well I can see that there's this movement of people kind of getting tired of or realizing the limitations of like you know those boxes that society has been putting us in and our way of being mm -hmm. and having this kind of yearning for something more mm -hmm. and something deeper something more connected to the heart something more true to themselves like I can see that a lot of the women that come to my drumming workshop they can see that there's some connection to a true essence of who we truly are that you know that's sprinkled in there and that's I think that's what people are really really looking for at this point like connecting to who we truly are yeah and and how I see it is like the institutions and media and just this old paradigm thinking of like you go to school and you become you make money like for what like it's it's to me it's just falling down like and I, mm. I, I it's not falling down fast enough because I mean this, this is all still happening but I think that it's like this call to action like I think a lot of people are getting these intuitive nudges like whether it's turning to the Akashic records or just studying the soul or just like learning intuition. Um, it's like, it is a mass awakening. It, it really is. So I look at the Akashic records as just like a tool to support your awakening journey, whether or not you want to become like professional, I say professional, but like, that's like also such an old word. I don't know what the right yeah. word uses. <laughs> like you charge money and you give readings as like, you know, because that's the other thing, like you know, I'm not going to teach women how to do this for free. I'm going to teach them how to use the energy exchange of their value and to have, you know, a business because like for me, this business as a reader has supported me financially in a way where I could like stay home, um, to be there for my kids, even though my, even though my son just texted me and said, I'm going to the gym after school for the most part, like I am there to pick my kids up from school and I really like the empowerment of like teaching people how to have an online business, like reading the records that like serves a higher purpose, but also creates like financial independence. Because I also think, and, you know, call me like a feminist, but I also think that women are kind of like, I don't know, I just feel this like revolution of us becoming these powerful entrepreneurs, you know? And I just, I'm just like riding that wave. I just really feel this like breakthrough energy that whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're, you know, creating, like I want to promote, you know, empowerment and like belief in yourself and to, to like, we, I think we are the energy that is, that is creating the change we need to see on the planet. 
Yeah, I feel you so much and couldn't agree with you more. And I think it's the opportunities that we have in this time, like especially looking from that feminine lens, are incredible. Like we can be like these boss women entrepreneurs, but we can do it from our bedroom, you know, like... (laughs) if we want yeah. to and like you know <laughs> and that's yeah that was the other thing like well you could work or you could be a mom or you could do both like I mean look I'm not saying that balance is easy and there's like there's no and that's the, there's no like set of rules with like finding balance in our life but at least we have choices mm. to decide now yeah and the technology is pretty like as someone also who loves learning I think it's incredible now that we can learn from people all over the world you know know, like I'm in Australia yeah I'm in Malibu yeah and like I mean it's revolutionary even like I before the pandemic I when I started this business it wasn't even an option to do zoom sessions like Mm -hmm. it was probably but nobody was like at least from my lens I didn't people weren't doing it you know as much that was the only positive thing because now everybody is, it's just normal. And so, yeah, that, that is revolutionary to have like this online platform and connect with people. It's, it's like literally amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. The, the opportunities that we have to, to adventure in these days. And I think we've, we've been yapping on for about an hour. I know, I know. I'm sure we could go on, but I know, I know it's good to like rein it in. Yeah. Um, do you have like any, apart from everything that we've covered today already, do you have like any last things that you wanted to share either like some little sneak peeks into your upcoming course or anything that you wanted to share to anyone who's listening, who is interested in reading the Akashic Records for themselves or for others? Okay. Yeah. So I think that, um, We've said a lot, but overall, I would say that I know that everyone is does experience like self-doubt. And I would say that if you are doubting yourself, but if you really lean into your intuition and if the Akashic Records is really calling you, then I do invite you to join me on the journey, the soul portal, um, this eight-week online group course on how to read the Akashic records for others, because we will address, like I said, how to deal with self-doubt and how to really awaken your purpose and power bigger so that you can, you know, choose to focus on that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just leave it at, if you are interested in joining us, you can go to my Instagram account at Malibu Medium and go to the link in bio and registration is open for this course. It does start June 2nd. It is eight weeks. There are some skip over weeks um, for some of them. So there, it's not exactly consecutive, but I hope that this answered a lot of the questions that you all might be having around how to read the records for others And I just want to thank you for your time and your great questions and all your like kind support and just for just to know you. And I think that you're amazing and I love what you're doing, although we didn't get to talk about it as, you know, as much. Um, I just want to say thank you for interviewing me and having this conversation. My pleasure. This was so fun for me. Thank you for the opportunity to do this. This was amazing. Um, Like I said, a few years ago, I never would have thought that I'd be doing this 
So it's so, so fun and so cool for me. And if I may have some last words. And, oh, yes, of um, course. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Amber has not paid me to do this, but I really want to say to anyone, just as a past student of your first course that you've done, um, that if anyone is interested in doing Amber's course coming up, that my experience in the first course, I was so excited to do it. And it blew my expectations into smithereens. I don't know if you say that in the US. I know sometimes you have different words. <laughs> we do, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just, it was so far above and below and beside and beyond what I expected that it would be. And, you know, I'm saying this not to, not in that old school, you know, patriarchal paradigm of like, you know, convince someone to do the thing, but just, in this new school, new earth, you know, feminine rising paradigm of like speaking, you know, speaking, making ourselves heard. And, you know, I, I really honestly just want to say that your course was amazing. I have no doubt that this, this upcoming one is going to be absolutely incredible. Like, so I think if anyone listening, if you like what Amber shares on Instagram or on her podcast, the course, if it's anything like the last one, is just going to, like, you're going to absolutely, absolutely love it like I did the last one. So I just wanted to do that last little plug, a genuine oh. heartfelt <laughs> okay. plug because it was just amazing. It was amazing. You are you are really just so kind, and I thank you for that. I'm Listen, I'm excited. I'm going to – I – I give you guys all I got. That's that's my thing. I'm going to give you all I got and I'll give you your money on this side. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I do have a, a sense of humor. Um, I do like to, um, I have a dry sense of humor. So people are going to get to know me. Um, I am vulnerable. I share a lot. I did share a lot in that last course. I think mm -hmm. maybe, I think what might be surprising is I don't really share as much of myself on Instagram, but I, I, in like that, that group setting, I really, I'd love to get vulnerable and share my experiences, but thank you again. Thank you for everything. All your kind words. Um, I would talk to you all day, but I don't know if people are going to be able to listen <laughs> all day. So I guess we will end it here and thank you so much for listening. Um, if you guys are interested in the soul portal, go to in Instagram and there is a link in bio to register and I will see you all there. And as always, remember, your light is fearless. I hope you enjoy learning about my personal journey with Akashic Record transformation. I believe that by sharing our stories of inspiration and transformation, together we rise. If you are interested in learning more about the Akashic Records or would like to see all my offerings, please go to my website, themalibumedium.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at Malibu Medium. And please don't forget to rate and review the show. I would also love to hear from you. Please leave a comment and share it with your friends if you think they would find it helpful. Together we rise empowered. Your light is fearless. <laughs>